Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We pick up with Jesus in chapter 18 of the Gospel of John. There in the garden, just hours away from the cross, at his arrest, with the whole scene, the famous scene, being played out there with Judas, we read here and elsewhere about the turncoat Judas and what he was about to do. Jesus once told his apostles in Luke 17, verses 1 and 2, it is impossible that no occasions of stumbling should come, but woe to him to whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. We note that both the chief priests and the Pharisees were inexplicably together that night, which is really quite strange considering that these two groups normally couldn't stand each other. I mean, they had nothing in common and were constantly at odds. But that evening, well, that evening they proved the old adage, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Such would seem nearly impossible if I hadn't witnessed this myself in my own life. People who once despised each other becoming friends on a mission (laughs) after previously acknowledging their hatred for that same individual. Verse 4 in our text says, Jesus, therefore, knowing all these things that were happening to him, went out and said to them, Who are you looking for? Now, this verse again reiterates the fact that Jesus was fully aware of what was happening to him and what would yet happen to him. I mean, the scriptures record that he knew all things. Yet he didn't run and he didn't hide. No, his time had come. And when he went forward into the mob and he addressed them, he spoke in ways that just presented his both deity and the magnitude of his humanity. I mean, let's not just breeze by this fact. Jesus knew what was coming and he still went down that path. He asked, whom do you seek? As is often the case with each of us, Jesus always knows the answer to the question he asks us. It seems he asks rather to see if we know the answer. And furthermore, if we're willing to actually verbalize it. Just as in the garden, remember when God asks, Adam, where are you? Verse 5 says, they answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Now Judas also who was betrayed him was standing with him and and when therefore he said to them I am he they went backwards and fell to the ground now I do realize that this scene is anything but funny but I mean what were these guys thinking obviously they had no idea what they were messing with I mean uh we're looking for that Jesus guy <laughs> the exact translation of what Jesus says here is quote I am End quote. His words then, in an instant, echoed all the way back to Moses when God spoke, saying, Tell them, I am sent you. Power of that name sent all the people physically backward onto the ground. 
up to 600 men like dominoes. 600 men to bring in one unarmed teacher. And yet apparently, even that number wasn't enough. And then, then in serene beauty and with the starkly audacious words, Jesus incredulously asks again, Now, who are you seeking? Oh, to have been there at that moment. To have witnessed that event. Wow, a taste of things to come for sure. And they answered again, but I'd be willing to bet this time with a different tone. Jesus of Nazareth. I wonder if we are any different when we come looking for him. I mean, do we really know the magnitude of what, of whom we are asking for? Verse 7 says, Again, therefore, he asked them, Who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. John herein doesn't record the kiss of betrayal that the other Gospels present. Perhaps it was an effort to reflect the fact that that kiss, well, that was Judas's problem, not Jesus's. For Ju- Jesus in this situation, he was in control. No, no doubt about that. Now these guys, they thought they were in charge. How pathetic. Judas is recorded here as having been present with the mob. After three years, well, the mask was finally off and the jig was up, as they say. You know, in time, that always happens. We eventually manifest who we really are. Now, indeed, it may take weeks or months or years. But I have found it always comes around sooner or later. We certainly have witnessed that truth here in this fellowship many times. And verse 8 says, Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. Is there therefore you seek me? Let these go their way, that the word may be fulfilled which he spoke of those whom you have given me. I have lost none. Even in this apparent moment of crisis, Jesus is still only concerned about his apostles, not himself. Again, he isn't being coy or elusive, just matter of fact. Yep, I'm the guy you're looking for. So why don't you let these guys take off and let's get going. It must have been an incredible thing to witness. One man telling 600 soldiers that they'll be needing to let his boys go their way. Now that, my friends, is brassy. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.